A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, we have a returning guest, a lady by the name of Avery Thatcher, who is based in Canada. Avery, welcome back. Thank you so much, Paul. I'm excited to talk about today's topic. And that topic that Avery alludes to, listeners, you may recall from the first episode, we left it, we kind of uh, drew it to a conclusion around that topic of health. Now, I haven't got a clue what Avery is going to talk about, uh, and that makes it exciting. Um, I don't know where this has come from. I'm saying that more and more and more. But I, and I certainly don't want to pre-frame this, but I'm going to throw two words at you, Avery, and dismiss them, embrace them, do with them whatever you deem appropriate. Uh, and I don't know if they're related to health in any way, but you decide that. And those two words are childlike curiosity. I think they absolutely relate to health because I think when we resist the changes that life is throwing at us that's where our health starts to suffer in different ways sometimes showing up as stress or burnout uh, sometimes as digestive issues different things like that and it's really that resistance I think that causes those things but when we have the curiosity we're able to embrace whatever comes at us Mm. so why don't we all as a human race, as a species, why don't we all just embrace it then, Avery? Why, why don't we just say, you know, out with the old, in with the new? Because our bodies don't like change on the physiological level. We are built to maintain the status quo. Homeostasis is the biological term for it. And when we do something that steps us outside of that, whether that be to challenge our bodies in different ways, maybe starting a new exercise plan or routine, or when we experience stressful events like a global pandemic, when we try to do something new, let me maybe learn a new language. Our body sees that as abnormal and sees it unsafe, just the same as if a bear was running at us and our body responds in the exact same way. So it's really hard to learn how to embrace that childlike curiosity if you don't know how to master your stress switch because it's the stress switch that ramps everything up to try and get you to safety. So that way you can go back to the way things were and continue to survive in the way that they know you can survive. Mm. Creatures of habit. Yes, exactly. And it's really just a physiological thing. And we need to learn how to sort of reprogram the system and take control of the system. So that way we can push ourselves to grow and learn new things and embrace the unexpected. Mm. As listeners will testify, Avery, one of the most powerful models I've I've personally experienced, and boy, have I put it to the test, um, you know, from my own experiential learning, from my own life's journey, I've put this model to the test with a view to breaking it, uh, doubting it, challenging it, call it what you will. It's um, an amazing model. The originator, Tony Robbins, and these six human needs, and that first need for certainty 
brackets control because that's kind of what we learn at an early age isn't it even as a baby we learn that if we cry we'll get picked up and loved and changed and fed oh this is good oh maybe i'll cry again then Mm-hmm. And, and there's that control element from a very, very early age, isn't there? If I perform a certain way, I will get what I want. Yes, exactly. And that's where we start to try and control more and more things. And the more that we try to control, the more we realize we can't because things just kind of slip out of our grasp. I really see control as trying to carry a bunch of apples. And so the first thing that you try to control, you're holding onto an apple and then you get more and more and then you're trying to balance them all in your arms. And then eventually they start to fall off because they won't stay. And then the whole thing all topples over and maybe you're left with a couple of things, but most of it is still falling down around you. So instead of trying to learn to carry all of that control with you, we need to focus on the right things to control and really let go and trust. And that's kind of what we talked a bit about in the last episode is to really let go of the idea that things need to be protected because then you don't really feel the need to control anymore. Mm. The three most important words in the world. I was asked that question once um, by one of my mentors at the time, Jim Britt. And I gave those, um, quoted those three immortal words, I love you. Mm. And, Jim, and Jim challenged me and he said, no, the three most, well, eventually he gave me the answer. What seemed like a lifetime was probably only around 60 seconds. It seemed like 60 hours because he kept me hanging on. Um, but those three immortal words, let it go. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done yet again, though, Avery. How do we let it go? absolutely especially with the way that we're raised and maybe the experiences that we have the complex or acute trauma that we experience letting go and trusting is incredibly unsafe it just really ramps up our bodies so we have to number one learn how to control the stress switch which we can talk about a little bit more in detail in a minute and then we also need to make sure that we are in alignment with the purpose and mission that we're going for. Because then it's easier to let things go when you have clarity on what is meant to be held on to. Mm. Yes, that kind of childlike uh, curiosity that we've alluded to in both sets of conversations. You know, I've alluded to also Robbins's first human need, the need for certainty. But its counterpart really is uncertainty or variety. And that's really where the childlike curiosity comes in. It's, you know, dare to do it. Go on, I dare you. You know, things that we did as a child, we just just did it naturally without any thoughts about, oh, well, I can't do this or I shouldn't do that. But there again, that, you know, that embracing uncertainty, we've kind of got to unlearn the behavior that we learned, haven't we? And just think, you know what? Does it really matter? Because it's only our thoughts and our conditioning that's led us to this place, this constrained place in the first place. And so I think part of that journey is learning where our beliefs are on the spectrum of serving versus sabotaging. Because thoughts, beliefs, patterns that we live in, I don't think are inherently good or bad, positive or negative. They either serve or sabotage. So my high achieving nature pushes me to learn and grow and really expand my 
impact in this world out of balance, it leaves me burnt out, exhausted, stressed out and experiencing all the physical side effects of stress. But then if it's serving me, then I'm in that space of clarity and alignment. So it's really just looking at all of the patterns that you have that you wish maybe you could change and looking at it on that spectrum of serving versus sabotaging and seeing what is one thing that you can do to bring it back into the serving space. Mm. On the surface of it, I'm kind of, well, I'm going to ask the question because it's come to me and I'm thinking, wow, you know, even before I asked, why are you asking that question? And I tell you what's popped into my head, Avery. We talk about thoughts. This is a, you know, this is a metaphoric cloud that's come in. It might be a white, fluffy one, or it, may, it might be a big, dark one. I don't know. What part has music played in your? Is liberation too strong a word? No, liberation is the perfect word. I love that that question came up for you. Music has been a massive healing tool for me there's a number of different songs that bring on the emotions that I'm looking for and so I know if I feel this emotion is feeling a little bit stuck and I need help expressing it then I know which song I need to go to and then I just completely immerse myself in that song and let it go and one of the most impactful songs that really helped me heal along my journey of becoming Avery was a song that was written for a musical called The Waitress and it was written by Sarah Bareilles. It's called She Used to Be Mine. And the first time which I listened to it, I was just like, oh, this is a really sweet love song. I thought it was a lovely LGBTQIA love song. And then I was listening to it again on the walk, on a walk with my dog and the lyrics really landed. And then I started ugly crying and I was just like sobbing on my walk with my dog. And I was 45 minutes away from the house and I'm just like, well, this is happening. So people are driving by looking at me and wondering if she's okay, but I just felt it. And this song talks about how it, it's just one of the lyrics that really stood out for me is that uh, it's not simple to say that most days I don't recognize me and that life sometimes slips in through a back door and carves out a person and makes you believe it's all true. And now you've got this person that you've got to figure out how to navigate the world as this person. And so my health issues on my own were only part of the story that created this new person that I wish I could rewrite, but it's again, embracing that childlike curiosity and saying like, okay, well now I have you, where do we go from here? Mm. And yeah, that, that one song, I would highly encourage everybody to go have a listen to it. It's Sarah Bareilles, She Used to Be Mine. It is such an emotional song and so beautiful. Mm, I'm to check it out as a music lover, particularly a ballad lover. Mm, yeah. Yes. I tell you what's landing with me intuitively there again. And listeners, no apologies for saying this over and over. I don't know where this has come from. Maybe, just maybe, Avery and I might be doing a duet in the very near future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be fun. Watch this space. Watch this space. Okay, so uh, as, we, um, as we start to draw towards a close, Avery, I want you to, um, well, I'm going to know, I'm going to save that big question until the end, that big question till the end. So before we go into that drum roll of the big question, 
I want to invite you in to share your contact, uh, even contact information. See, if you put contact and information together, listeners, you get confact. There you go. <laughs> Childlike curiosity. Childlike curiosity. Exactly, um, embracing it. Embracing it, absolutely. Um, <laughs> just plain and simple, Avery, share your contact. I hope we get out of this hole. I've just dug myself. <laughs> yes absolutely so you can reach out to me on social media you can find me there at becoming avery or you can also go to becomingavery.com. right excellent so of this two-part mini-series listeners uh, we started off with the title my most important message to the world so avery i want you to imagine we've just met in a hotel reception in a bar or wherever um, probably a hotel reception because that would have a lift. Um, and I'll say to you, Avery, what a fascinating conversation. Thank you for sharing some of your insights. But as we get in this elevator to go up to the next level, and it takes 30 seconds for this lift to go to the next level. And then when we reach the next level, I'll go left, you'll go right. We'll probably never, ever see each other again. So we're in this lift and I'll say, Avery, thank you so much. You've really reached me in a way that, please, by the time that this lift gets to the next floor, leave me with your one all-powerful message that may serve me for the rest of my life. What would that be? So it would be linked to a verse of the Tao Te Ching, which talks about how that which has no resistance overcomes the biggest obstacles. And that which has resistance fills where there is no space. So when we don't try and resist what's happening and we go with the flow, when we let go and just really embrace the curiosity of the experience, that's when we can really enjoy the ride of life. Wow. Profound. The paradoxes of the Tao Te Ching. Profound, but simple. Yes, that's it. Profound and simple at the same time, which sounds like a paradox, mm. but it's beautiful when you allow it to settle in. Absolutely. And on that thoughtful note, listeners, I'm going to sign off by saying, as I always do, plain and simple, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>